good day world <laughs> oh good day good day good day good day welcome back to my podcast this is history today with Oni. you're welcome yeah you're welcome i've been gone for three days i have been gone for three whole days yep and yeah i had fever over the weekend and even though yesterday i felt better fever wise i was not that better otherwise and so i told myself to take a break and just like yeah relax for one more day (laughs) so i did that yesterday and i am back 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 yes i'm back i'm back i'm back i'm back uh before i go into what i have today i read something that i don't know if i've said it before but i'm going to say it again that in your pursuit of happiness you should learn to take a step back take a break no take a break take a step back take a deep breath and be happy now while this is easier said than done you have to understand the fact that sometimes whatever it is that you're looking yeah you're running towards your aiming at might not even be as fulfilling and as beautiful as you it's yeah as you imagine or envision it to be it might be but it might also not be and you just should not waste this time. Now, I understand the fact that happiness is not as free as people say it is. But yeah, just sometimes take a break and just be happy. Another thing I want to say to my fellow ladies, and yes, men to the stomach, release your stomach. You're beautiful. <laughs> okay, today, 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 I want to tell you about the first and the last hijacking of a Nigeria Airways plane. Yes, it happened. Um, I want to tell you about four young men, four young Nigerian men who on this day, sorry, who on the 25th of October, not today, yesterday, and it was on Monday too, 28 years ago, in 1993, hijacked a plane with a toy gun in a bid to save Nigeria. Yep, the boys said that they did this in protest against the annulment of the June 12, 1993 election. The young men whose names are Richard Ogunderu, Kabir Adenuga, Bennett Oluwadaisi, and Kenny Razak Lawal were all teenagers at the time, and they were said to have taken an extreme step in desperation. Now, here's how the the event, (laughs) here's how the event unfolded. Oh my god, Richard, who was the leader of the group, uh, yeah, he was 19 at the time, he said in an interview with the Nigerian Tribune that the idea was not really by him, but by a man named Jerry Yusuf. Jerry was Quarabon, German trained, and he was an internationally known businessman. He's dead now. And his organization then, the Movement for the Advancement of Democracy, needed to do something to get democracy back after the June election results had been cancelled. Now, the objective of the MAD, which is, like I said earlier, Movement for the Advancement of Democracy, was to reclaim the stolen mandates which Nigerians had had freely given chief MKO Abiola, and they wanted to do this before Abiola arrived from his trip to America. Excuse me, yeah, my nose is still running. Jerry had read the report of Jerry had read the report of a toy gun aircraft hijack and wanted to recreate the same thing in Nigeria 
to raise an alarm on why Nigeria needed democracy and why the mandates given to Abiola must be respected. Jerry recruited all four boys and told them about the plan. And the boys decided to take the step to support the cause because they feared that the country was nearing, was, yeah, moving dangerously close to a civil war and they did not want that to happen. Now, on the 25th of October, like I said, all four young men carrying small bags boarded the plane going to Abuja in Lagos. The mission was to hijack the plane and to take it to Frankfurt in Germany, or at least to Kotoko in Ghana, to declare the message of the organization to the world and to give publicity to their action. But... This was unachievable as there was not enough fuel to go to Germany and Nigeria was owing Ghana landing fees and so they were refused to land in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Note that this was at the time when the interim government of Chief NS Shoneko was battling fruitlessly to save to save Nigeria from chaos. And it was popular knowledge that the military arm truncated the election results so that they could prolong military rule and put off the transition to civilian rule as they had promised. Now, Enesuneko's government, which was neither wholly military nor civilian, was installed illegitimately by Ibrahim Babangida, who was disgraced out of power in August 1993. Now, back to the hijack. As the plane settled to cruise in mid-air at about 10,000 feet, and the pilot announced that passengers could loosen their seatbelts, the boys signaled to one another and took over the plane. According to the passenger, a stranger burst into the cockpit and announced, This is a hijack. The hijacker then exploded the tear gas which he was carrying and he put the pilot, the co-pilot, the first officer and the flight engineer in a daze. Now this was made possible as the plane was still climbing on autopilot. Passengers aboard the aircraft who had minutes ago heard the voice, the sonorous voice of the pilot were bewildered to hear a voice different from that of the pilot addressing them in the moment that followed. The voice said, and I quote, Ladies and gentlemen, this plane has been taken over by the movement for the advancement of democracy. Remain calm. We will not harm you. You will be told where the plane will land you. (laughs) After the announcement, Two of them left the cockpit, two of the four boys, and went into the fuselage to intimidate the passengers. Now, I must mention that the passengers included top businessmen and senior government officials in Nigeria. Now, the two with the pilots then told the pilots to head for another country. After the pilot told them that there was not enough fuel to go to Germany, they told the pilot that they just wanted to go to another country. And they threatened to blow up the aircraft if they landed in any Nigerian airport. By this time, the air hostesses were almost stoned as they were gripped with fear. The hijackers who had come aboard with fuel doused the plane with the fuel and each one of them was holding a matchbox. However, the pilot in his recall said he did not panic in his words. The safety of the passengers and all those on board as well as the aircraft was of concern to me. I never panicked. You know, panic in a situation like this is a great killer. Pilots do not panic. <laughs> 
Well, the pilots realizing that the hijackers knew nothing of flying kept them informed nonetheless about all that was happening, but he secretly tuned his radio to Nigerian Airways radio frequency in London and other frequencies that were received. Now, like I earlier mentioned, the hijackers wanted the plane to go to Germany where they would have access to an international media. But because there was not enough fuel, the pilots the pilots chose to go to Chad. Now, on calling the control tower halfway to Chad, uh, yeah, the control tower at Chad said there was no fuel, and so the pilot diverted to Naomi in Niger Republic, where he was initially refused landing. At this point, the whole world was already aware, and the pilots threatened to report the Naomi controller to the to the International Civil Aviation Organization that he was running out of fuel and he was refused landing. Still on still, the pilot was made to hover for over 25 minutes before he was given clearance to land and park at the disused part of the Naomi airport. Now on landing, excuse me, hundreds of the Nigerian policemen were awaiting them, but Nigerian officials did not get there in time. The pilot who was communicating between the hijackers and the Nigerian government then convinced the hijackers to release all the foreigners on board, the women on board, and the children who amounted to 34. However, the hijackers refused to let the female female crew leave the aircraft, even though the pilot resorted to convincing them that these people were women before they put on the uniform. Nope, they did not agree. Now, the Nigerian police could not attack the plane by force as they were not sure if the hijackers had military training or if they possessed explosives that could blow up the plane. But the Nigerian authorities sent food, fuel, and auxiliary power units to power the aircraft for lighting and cooling system as the temperature in Naomi was very high. The hijackers gave the government 72 hours to meet their demands or else they would set the plane ablaze. And just so you know, those top government officials that I mentioned earlier were still on board. Now, some of their demands were... 1. A guarantee of press freedom in Nigeria. 2. To overturn the annulment of June 12 and swear in MKO Abiola. 3. The trial of all those who collaborated with the military regime. And 4. The dissolution of the present government. Yeah, the one of Enesheneko, which they described as illegal. Now, the hijackers refused to eat. These four men that I'm talking about, they are the ones that are the hijackers too. These four teenagers. They refused to eat any of the food that was brought by the Nigerian authorities and they fed on only cold water coffee and snacks. <laughs> the entire operation, like I said, lasted for three days and during this time, the aviation minister of Niger Republic spoke to the young men through the aircraft intercom, telling them that he was ready to give them fuel to go to Germany. But the boys told him all they wanted was to talk to the press. And when a BBC journalist asked them, what is your cause? They told the world they were fighting for democracy and there was no going back. 
Now, some people have said that this was a political adventure of some curious youths who needed to protect their political interests. And I don't think, yeah, that is very far from the truth. Now, on this day, on the third day, I mean, Abacha threatened that he was coming to storm them with truckloads of soldiers from Nigeria. But the French government warned against it as Niger is a French territory and not a British territory. Now, the Naomi Medical personnel came to the aircraft to treat the sick passengers and one of them was the commander of the police mm-hmm. i believe personally that this man went to assess yeah this commander of the police went to assess the situation because on the third night police officers stormed the aircraft and started shooting which led to the death of one person and the injury of five one of the hijackers also had an injury in his leg yeah, he had gunshot wounds in his leg. Now, they, are, they, um, they arrested the hijackers and flew the hostages back to Abuja, where they were met by Enes Shoneko himself, who welcomed and promised them rewards. Nigerian Airways also made promises to uh, compensate the uh, pilots and the... Um, what's it called now? And the hostages to help reduce the effect of their trauma but to this day neither of the promises have been kept yeah not the one by ernest and not the one by the nigerian airways hmm. i'm not surprised now Ogunderu richard who who had gunshot wounds was taken to the hospital and on the 17th of october oh sorry of november the day which abacha took over from shoneko 82 after it after shonekon's 82 days in hofis uh jerry yusuf joined them in niger and they were imprisoned they were imprisoned in niger for nine years and four months in the time that they spent in prison, they learned French, creative arts, and fashion designing. Two of them even went back to Nigeria to do business. Now, they were released uh, as a result of the intervention of the human rights community. And yeah, they were released in 2001. Speaking with Ogunderu, Ogunderu said he has no regrets but it's sad that even today 28 years after 28 years and a day after things in nigeria are even worse off than they used to be ogunderu described the escapade as meaningfully desperate and i so agree with him do you uh thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed that i hope yeah i hope you enjoyed that i did i enjoyed reading about it i enjoyed documenting about it i enjoyed talking about it right now and yeah don't forget to share don't forget to leave your comments thank you until tomorrow remain blessed bye i love you guys so much